Welcome to the Total Man podcast, a podcast designed to enlighten and empower young men on how they can be well-rounded to be their best in life. This podcast will help you to maximize your authenticity in order to live a life that is true to how your creator has designed it. I and my guests will share practical insights and nuggets that will help you break the glass ceiling of beliefs and limitations that has hindered you from becoming a well-rounded man. Episodes we lead fortnightly will help you understand how to live beyond the myths, limitations, and expectations placed on the male gender by yourself and society at large. I am your host, Oluwaseye Akinshola. Hi there, how are you today? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Total Man podcast. How are you today? Today we have, you know, a very interesting topic. You know, it's 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 one that many people or many men run away from. And I've got a professional, you know, a professional that's going to help us do justice to this topic. And it is men and mental health. Because, you know, mental health is something that many people, many of us do run away from. But it's there and it's real. So today I have with me, a, a, you know, a professional, a mental health nurse, you know, well qualified, you know, to talk about everything about mental health. So sit back, relax, you know, as I introduce, you know, Oluwatobi Adelaja. Welcome, bro. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. So before we get into the conversation, I'm just quickly going to read his bio so that you can know, you know. Who is you know who, 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 whose voice you're hearing now? So Toby Adelaja began his career with Cambridgeshire and Peterborough Foundation Trust, gaining unparalleled experience in mental health. He has extensive background in eating disorder, dementia care, and adult acute mental health. Toby is an active member of the Royal College of Nursing, Nursing and Midwifery Council. Toby is currently working as a clinical lead for first response service and ambulance service as a mental health joint response service. He is involved in key clinical decision-making within the team to give patients the best quality of care and provide support for his colleagues in making timely decisions with patients in crisis. Toby is married to Ibukun Adelaja and blessed with two wonderful boys. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm sure you can, you know, everyone listening to me can, can agree that, you know, you know, this is like a, 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 a good, a perfect fit, you know, to deal with this topic about mental health. Once again, Toby, thank you so much for coming on board. Really appreciate you. Yeah, it's thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So we're going to jump right into it now. First and foremost, I would like to ask, why did you go for mental health? Why, why are you a mental health nurse? It would, because I'm sure many people, it, this is you know, an area that they want to run away from. Many people want to do nursing. You know, like, you know, it's, they, like it's fine for men to be nursing, but now becoming a mental health nurse. So what led to that? What, what prompted you to that? Um, actually, um, so I'll start from the beginning when um, I was in college. So yeah. I went to college. I actually did uh, biomedical um, uh, applied sciences okay. and um, maths and ICT, which is IT. I actually wanted to major in IT. I went to do something 
computer science actually oh, right. my major stuff right uh, right right from the beginning that's what even people that knew me in secondary school wanted they knew that that was what i wanted to go for even mm-hmm. for my dad too you know but um you know there are things in your life that will happen and then will sort of shape and remold you in a way so yeah. um when i lost my mom um that sort of changed my mindset so at that point in time i didn't really know what i wanted to do because mm. i it gave me a different perspective about life about um what i want to do something that would make me happy rather than doing something that would benefit or uh, that would not benefit not benefit uh, myself or um everybody everybody around myself you see so i went to do something that um would benefit myself you see and um would have a greater sort of impact in, in the long run um so i i went i so i i took i took a year off i took a year rather than going to uni yeah. straight away so i was so confused it's not you know at that age you you're thrown around like oh do this do that do this you know you've got yeah. this professional course yet yeah, because my dad was even saying you could do something science or you can do something it you know from yeah. Adrian, um, oh, they wanted me to do something medical you know but i wasn't really you know yeah i see the money part of it is really really enticing especially it at that time wasn't really that you know people were not really good well people were going to it but it wasn't as you know Much. common as we see now um so i had to so i spoke to my um, assist, assistant head of um, six from then okay she said to me she said you know what since you're confused why not take a year out and just work and just do try different variety because yes, yeah. people are going from straight from college and doing something that probably they don't actually want to do or they don't like mm-hmm. so and at the end of the day it affects them in the future so so she said okay since you've gone through things in your life you're a bit in a crossroad at the moment don't rush and do what you're meant to do because some of my colleagues then from six from everybody's going to uni you know they're doing the UCAS stuff, choosing their yeah. subject, choosing their uni and stuff. And then me, I'm just there like, I don't even know. I've got the grades, I've got everything, but I don't really know what I want to do with myself. Yeah. You know, so you said, take take a year off. It does not mean that you're behind or anything. So just take a year off and then you can always, you know, go the next financial um, academic year, sorry. Um, so I did that. I did several work. Royal Mail, uh, I was a bartender, I was a waiter i did um, a lot of these boxes um, where you sort of serve people in the vip boxes in the football stadium so i had a lot of experiences and then my last one was when i did a care home that was what changed everything about why i did mental health nursing so i got into that i did that for a few months actually then uh, it was like a dementia home mm. i never knew anything about dementia you know yeah. <laughs> I, at that time i was in the country probably for like two years so i don't know anything about dementia i didn't even know that there was anything at nursing home yeah. you know but i got roped into because i was doing my own research you know wanting to you know do different jobs so i i can know i can choose the course i would do because i know that choosing a course i would do would probably lead to what i would do in life life yeah. um so then after doing the um uh, whilst i was in dementia home for a few months i got to research about um dementia itself and then that got me into nursing um 
brought me into thinking about mental health nursing. Then I was like, mental health nursing, what is that? You know, back home, yeah. you know, when they say mental health, you're thinking, ah, probably yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people that are crazy and people that exactly. are like, yeah. mental health nurse. I never, what, what is that? So that got me to research more about it, like mm. the career about it. Yeah. You know, is there something you have to go to uni for it? And actually, you have to go to uni, you have to go for three years and so that was how then I thought hmm, this is really interesting because I was really really intrigued about it I wanted to know more it was something that I've never and I looked at the career progression as well it's really good and if you if you know what you're doing and if you're interested in it you will go far for a far in your career and I saw that I was like I don't I don't mind that actually and at that point in time I was because I was doing this dementia home stuff, so I had a bit of um, experience, and I had this sort of um, um, inbuilt thing of wanting to sort of help as well and care for people. And um, I saw that in myself, and I thought, you know, why not go into that? And I was happy as well doing it. So I thought, why not just go for it? And then that was how I got into um, I was going to study for mental health nursing, and then that's how my career started really. Although obviously there are ups and downs along the way, but that was how I started my journey. So it was from there onwards that I, I, I then applied for uni and then yeah. got myself into what I'm doing right now. Yeah, so that's how I started. So just got a long story short, really. Wow, <laughs> that's that, that's interesting, and I'm sure you find it so. It's a very very interesting. You you're discovering so much. You're discovering so much now and you know and many things happening yeah, yeah thank you thank you for sharing that thank you so now we're just going to go into it that why is mental health a big deal uh mental health in itself is so broad you know even yeah. myself when i was looking into it at the beginning um because i didn't really know much about it at home because of my background as well um you never because mental health so if if you want to separate it is it the probably the reason we don't um hear much about mental health is probably because um we don't talk much about it and it's not something that is vastly uh, yeah. talked about in society even in this um first world society that we are in we always talk about physical health yes you know, and they are so much related you know, you know, look at the way they even advertise, you know, everything physical health. Even back home in Nigeria, where I come from, you know, they any small thing, uh, if you have edit or paracetamol, you know, the way they would advertise yeah. it, you know, yes. you know it, it, it's so, so, it's so prominent. It's like, it's right there and there. And then people are drawn to, oh, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a, you know, a, a, yeah. I want to be a nurse, I want to be, yeah. but with mental health is because of the, unfortunately, the negative, um, uh, 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 well, yeah, the negative sort of impact is, or the next negative sort of um, uh, description is being given. You know, um, people are not really drawn to it. They don't really because people are not giving the understanding about it. Because you know, if if they don't have knowledge about something, yeah, then the way you would address this would be different, isn't it? Yes. So, I think because the knowledge is not there, people are not giving enough information about what it is, mental health, which means. It's just um, mental health itself is just basically just um, understanding of our minds and the way our mind works, you know, which is basically our brain. Yes. You see, and that is that is just what it is, you know. But obviously, it is part of uh, our brain is part of uh, 
we literally neglect our brain most of the time anyways we don't feed our brains mm. Mm. we don't like for example we we, we 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 talk about oh i need to go to the gym i need to you know yes. eat healthy food yes. because of my body but do we think about the brain mm. actually feeding the brain and this is mental health that mm. about. this that's the aspect of mental health you know, because the head is just there by itself, it's yeah. sort of in a way separate from the body, isn't it? Body, yeah. We just sort of neglect it because That's we don't true. see it. Isolated. <laughs> isolated. Exactly. It's yeah. like isolated. And this is exactly what we're seeing in the society. It's like so isolated. And because it's isolated, mm. there's not enough knowledge within it. You know, mm. there's not enough. The knowledge is there, but it's not really spread around. It's not really advertise like that to say okay you know what guys let's think about this you know because there is there is there is something that is called food and mood what you eat determine your mood food. okay yes food and mood okay mm. you can research about that as well there's yeah. something called food and mood you know mm. um mm. which I, I came across that when i was in uni when i was doing some um, assignments um mm. and there was a connection between some certain food that we eat and our mood Oh wow. Yeah. And that was where I discovered actually there is some certain thing. The brain actually needs nutrients. The brain needs nutrients. Yeah. Just as our body, every part of our body needs some sort of nutrients as well. Yeah. So the brain needs that as well. So we need to be able to know what to feed it, either food wise or um or or, or uh physical wise or things that we need to do. You know, even spiritual as well, things that we need to do to make sure that we keep feeling in the right thing. It's just like in the Bible, I don't want to go too much into that, but it's just like um when when it says in the Bible where wherever you feed your soul is what you reap what you bring out, isn't it? So wherever you feed the brain is what you get out of it. Out of it, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, that's so good. That's so good. Never, I never knew about the food and mood, but it's something <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll yeah, check. Yeah, don't research about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will do. I will. I will definitely do. I will do. Yeah. Thank you. And now, you know, let's just go into men and mental health because yeah. mental health as a whole, you know, it's it's there. You know, just as you've explained, it's not something that many of us take as serious as we should. But now, mm-hmm. even as men, you know, as it relates to men, because there was a an article I was reading, and because we are in, in, in England, I'm sure every every country, every city has their own, you know, um, statistics, and you know, but in England, they said around you know, one in eight men has a common mental health problem, such as depression, anxiety, panic disorder, or obsessive compulsive disorder which is OCD, but many, and, and, and many of us, or many men that has this, you know, try to run away from it or try to audit, try not to. So what would you say about men and mental health? Men and mental health is something so vast that, for example, um, there are some contributing, there are some risk, risk, so we call them risk factors. Yeah. When it comes to assessment, when, when I'm assessing someone's mental health, um, that we also consider. So one of the things when it comes to men, if they're middle-aged men, yeah, and they um, they have a certain kind of job, they um, have a certain kind of um, background or ethnic sort of background, and um, they are sort of social 
network. So those those sort of three or four factors, we consider them when I'm when I'm ass- assessing. It's like the things I need to really really be mindful of, because let's say for example, a middle-aged man, for example, so yeah. a risk factor. So a middle-aged man around his forties is saying to me, um, I'm, "I've been feeling low for a little while, and I don't know. I can't do things I want to do, and it's just getting worse. Uh, my work has been affected." And, um, and and then also looking at his job as well, whether he's a train driver or he's a truck driver or he's uh, a healthcare professional yeah. or or he's a farmer, you know, those sort of risk area job that requires a lot of, um, uh, that can be quite stressed. Yeah, every job is stressful, but there's some, yeah. there are some particular jobs where we particularly are more cautious in the way we deal with that. So men around those, like generally men around like middle-aged men, when they're in crisis, we take it very, very, very serious because they are more likely to actually go ahead to do, to act on it, on those thoughts that they're having. Yeah. And this is why we have, we classify it as sort of risk factors that we need to be aware about when we're speaking to men around those age or men around uh, that have the sort of background. Yeah, obviously, everyone, we have to be mindful of everyone as well. But when in particular, if men are understanding the same certain things, like I'm having suicidal thoughts, I'm, 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 I'm trying to feel a certain way, yeah. um, or um, I'm trying to struggle, and it's becoming a daily recurrence for the past few yeah. weeks or past few months or the past year or so, something like that, take it a bit more serious because men around that, that age, it takes them a while. Well, men in general, it takes us a while anyways to even open up. So Exactly. Can... Yes. Yes. You see. Um, so, men men and mental health, the reason why we, there is a, like you mentioned, different um, uh, illnesses, um, or the prevalence of them having those yeah. mental health issues is often lower than women. Because there are different things to it. Um, I think we've mentioned one of them as well, which is we are less likely to probably open up. Uh, we yeah. don't really talk about this. Even normal stuff, we don't even talk about it anyway. So talk less of even physical health. If you go down to physical health, how many men go to GPs anyways? Yeah. You see? So those are sort of like minor things, day-to-day stuff. And they're now talking about something quite complex. Do you think they would, you don't, I don't think they would probably open up as much because already in society, like we said earlier on, it's some things that are not really talked about. It's not really, there's no much knowledge about it. About there's it, no yeah. stigma around it. Exactly, yes. So to now start talking about it, just like saying um, someone that's got, like, for example, HIV, for example, it's not something that they would just, yeah, thankfully now it's a bit more. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that took a while before we can actually get that. True. Yeah, it's true, true. Same as mental health as well. To get to a stage where people will be able to, yeah, I think we're getting there. We're getting there. We're not there yet, but because we're still in this stage, it still taking takes a while. So some people are sort of suffering in silence rather than seeking support. So, and that's why I try to encourage as many people as men as well, like because. As soon as you start to feel okay, you know, things are not the same way you used to feel, you know, start to talk to people around you. 
there's no need to be, you know, or oh, have to go to a, 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 a doctor or something. Some sometimes it can just start from a conversation, probably with a friend, like, you know what, you know, I'm just going this way, this way. That person probably someone that you can confide in, you know, that mm. person can sort of say, okay, you know what? Give you probably some encouraging words. Sometimes that does help. Uh, but yeah. obviously if you feel okay you know what i don't want to disturb my family i don't want to body there because what i was going to say or what I, I'm, I'm about to say it might don't know how they would take it then probably you can discuss with a professional you know but um not everybody has the mind or, or confidence to go to a professional and then just yeah. hat out their you know struggles so but it's about recognizing those Symptoms when you're struggling. Early intervention is the key as well. Yeah. You say prevention is better than cure. So if you can prevent it on time, rather than letting it just blow over, because it's like blowing up a balloon, isn't it? Yeah. Every balloon has its own limits. We all have our own limits. If you have a small balloon, you can blow too much. Yeah. If you have a bigger one, a bigger balloon with a big. If I keep blowing it, it's it will be probably bigger than the small balloon at some point, but it will still burst at some point. Mm. So it's about recognizing, it's about being self-aware as well as yeah. as, as men. You know, I always try to have like a reflective moment for myself, and mm-hmm. it's like just when I feel okay, you know what? I think I'm getting a bit overwhelmed by stuff. I would, I've, I, I learned this when I was a student. You know, when I start getting overwhelmed by things. Yeah. For example, one of them is going to church and being active in church. And yes. you know, playing drums or doing being active service sort of thing. That keeps me going. And that is me, you know, and that's me. I've had to learn to recognize those things and recognize that okay, what are the things that help me, that gives me joy? Um, and then going to those things when I know okay probably i'm having a very hard day because we we all do have days where we feel low if yeah we, yeah yeah you know if we want to you know, talk about those things you know we all have days when we feel low and when we just don't want to do anything anything yeah everybody has had those nobody can tell me that they've never had that definitely <laughs> you know definitely. But, these the, but these are the hard truth that we don't talk yeah these are these are not the things that men would say yeah no man would say no man would say oh yeah there are days where i just feel i can't just be bothered yeah yeah and and i think and i think why why that is is because probably the way we've been wired or conditioned that you know that we have to always be on top do you understand that we have to always constantly be fired up you know, constantly. So, so you know, I think we've been wired not to believe that we can. It's okay to have low moments. So yeah. that's why. So even when the reality sets in that you have mm-hmm. low moments, then you're trying to fight it off because your, you know, all your, your, you know, your, 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 your mental state is, you know, all you've been trained to is that, you know, men don't men don't cry men don't have low moments men are always on top always in charge always in control so even when reality sets in you just want to just you know cover it up and just to show and appear that you are strong meanwhile you are yeah. dying within yeah meanwhile you're suffering yes you're suffering. Say, you know and and 
and it's about being true to yourself because at the end of the day, that's the person it. that's going to yes. be suffering it is you. That's it, yes. Not anyone else. And it goes down to, it's not about satisfying someone else's uh, uh, yes. you know, happiness or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Expectation, you know, expectations. Yeah. Or, you know, it's about you. You know, it, it, it's, I, think, I think people need to get to a point where you need to be selfish. I think sometimes, you know, some people are too caring, they just care so much about other people's feelings yeah. rather than their own feelings mm. or they're struggling with, you know. Sometimes I have this mindset of, you know what, I don't really care about what people <laughs> think. I'm going to do what I, I yeah. want to do, what makes me happy, what makes me, you know, um, you know, yeah, happy, you know, not what makes other people yeah. happy. Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy, how can you make other people happy? Happy. You know? true, because true. if you're not in that state of happiness, mm. I would be able to do that. So it's about being self-aware about yourself and the things and recognizing when you're struggling. It's about and knowing what to do when you're struggling, you know, and yeah. also recognizing the, the things that make you happy and then start because we all have things that make you happy, like things that when <laughs> yeah. you go to it, when you start it. You just forget everything else yeah you're just like in the yeah. happy state again you know no matter what you've gone through that day like for example for me lastly uh, um if i'm having a probably a, a stressful day yeah. and i've come back from work and probably the family are probably asleep or something sometimes i could just just go play my game just to relieve myself yeah you know yeah. i'll just play a game on my ps4 yeah. you know i'm sure a lot of men probably have that as well or some people probably probably just pick up their Bible and read their Bible. Read, yeah, whatever I read. Know? Or probably read a, a, a yeah, like for you. I'm not brushing. Yeah, probably you. You probably read a motivational book or something. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever, exactly. Yeah. But it's about identifying those things that help when, you, because we all have that. But it's about actually sitting down and probably probably have to probably sit down, probably write it down. What are the things I actually do? True when I'm happy or that makes me happy so that I can probably go to those things if I'm starting to feel a bit down. But obviously that's just like a a way of um, help, like a short term sort of fix yeah. in a way. And when it comes to mental health, there's no, you know, it's, it's, um, it's not like physical health where if, you're, if, if, if your leg is broken, there's a set exactly. thing to yeah. do about it. You get um, cast on it or get to uh, get rehabilitation about it yeah. and learn how to walk back and things like that. Yeah, you go through the process and all that. Similar to mental health as well, but in the sense that that thing might still be there, but you have to probably find a way of managing it mm. rather than it just being healed like that. Okay. Like a broken leg can heal back, isn't it? Yeah. When it comes to some signs of mental health, um, yeah, they can be, you can get some sort of recovery from it. Um, totally, there's some, there's some, there's some um, symptoms that you can get total recovery from. Yeah. Uh, and there's some ones where you have probably, there's probably, uh, it's like you're constantly managing it, you know, mm. finding ways to manage it. Um, and people don't even know that the person is even suffering from anxiety or something because they have a way of, managing it or coping with it so yeah yeah. wow thank you so much thank you so much 
Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for that, Toby. Yeah, so um, the, my next question will be, what are the signs of, you know, mental health issues? You know, you know the signs that will make you know that, oh, you know what, you know, I think I need to see a professional, you know, I need to see someone about my mental health and you're not ashamed. So what are the things that, you know, someone needs to see or someone needs to notice about themselves or about their mental health for them to know that, you know what, I think I need to, to visit a professional to, you know, yeah. diagnose me. Yeah, definitely. So um, we call them some sort of like common warning signs. So the things that um, uh, you need to be probably aware about yeah. uh, just when you you need to sort of seek some sort of professional support. Um, but the warning signs are very, very, very vast depending on individuals. But obviously, we have the common ones. So you can now probably try to probably, okay, okay, this is similar to mine or this one. So you can be like the exact um, way because obviously the way we learn relate and stuff is yeah yeah so some of them are probably getting more irritable and uh, anger yes and getting more aggressive about stuff um, than usual um aggressiveness we can be classed into there's so many contests to that as well but um i'm trying not to put um words on some sign things so that people don't lash onto that but that's why i'm speaking on anger Ability, aggressiveness, for example. So those are sort of like a, a group of that's just one group, for example. Yeah. And another one is when you've noticed that there are changes in your mood mm. constantly, yeah. um, and the energy levels sort of up and down as well, and also the appetite as well, sort of um, all over the place, uh, which is not the normal person. For some people, probably eat twice a day, which is the normal. This thing and then suddenly it's just sort of going up and down. It could be probably the person is eating more, mm. or less. so it could be the other way as well. Because some people, depending on their mood, they can eat more or eat less. Yeah, and this is where I was saying earlier on food and mood, but that, that is one part, and also difficulty in sleeping as well, or okay. sleeping too much that can be one of it as well, and also. And I think we mentioned earlier on suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Which can be as a way you sort of gain thoughts where I want to kill myself or do this and do that. You're thinking, what? Where is this coming from? Mm. That could be a sign of something brewing you know. It might not necessarily mean like an acute state of your mental health. Yeah. Bad, but it could just be probably, you probably need to start speaking to someone, probably feeling more stressed about certain things. Um, yeah. I mentioned earlier about sleep. So another one is difficulty in concentrating, where mm. your concentration level is very probably low, or or you find it difficult to concentrate on certain things that you probably easily concentrate on, and also from probably feeling on edge about everything. Yeah, it's related to anxiety as well. Um, feeling restlessness, you know, mm. you're not really settled. You're just every time or not. That related to feeling energy as well. Um, um, getting more worried, which is related to anxiety as well. So, yeah. like we, we would say, increased worry. So, where the person is getting more, I mean, we have a level of worry within ourselves, anyways, which is normal because that there has to be balance in every way, you know. Um, 
we all have a level of um, stress which is normal but when it gets a certain level mm-hmm. then okay, okay. Yeah. that's when people say oh you're getting too stressed mm. or you are you are you are you are uh, your stress level is quite high yeah because we all need a level of stress in our lives mm. because if for example if there's no level because those level of stress those minimum ones are the ones that probably give us a bit of motivation meaning to life or meaning so there has to be a level of worry a level of stress but obviously when it gets too much yeah or gets overwhelming then you know they need to look into things as well um, that could be one aspect that probably needs some sort of support feelings like sadness is one as well to which can be related to low moods where you're just feeling very low and just can't be bothered to do anything and um, feeling hopelessness where mm. um just the person is not just feeling like basically we are out of it you know, because life is full of hope it's just about you have to find it mm. you have to hold on to it because okay. there is there is there is hope yeah yes. just because the person has started this way does not mean that they will end the way they started because we were given back to a certain way yes we, we didn't remain that way yes we always grow in the world we always change this i always say this to myself like you know nothing remains the same yeah true nothing, nothing is fine. remains the same. yeah nothing, exactly nothing is part of our lives as well nothing remains the same yeah know, the way we talked last year is different from the way we are talking now true true so true. And, but for some people they haven't seen that so that's where they feel a bit hopelessness um another thing is um feeling flat or having trouble feeling positive emotions mm. so they're always having negative emotions so just kind of, you know it's linked to hopelessness as well just everything is just negative 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 nothing positive around them and that can be one and um um one is also um having regular um ready um so regular physical health issues yeah so having regular um issues like physical health issues yes you know that can be one as well um uh, which could be as a result of all of those stuff that we mentioned earlier Mission, like yes okay sleeping and so on yeah. and so forth which can affect our mental health as well and also like you said earlier around about because you used you were reading some things by yourself yeah. yes so, yes obsessive thinking or compulsive behaviors as mm. well as part of it as well where you just obsessively just thinking about stuff it does not it does not have to be acute to the to the stage but it can be um a thing where okay it can be because that's why they're calling um, they are called warning signs signs yes you know so they're just signs for you to just be aware about them to say okay if this again to a certain stage where it's affecting things in your life it's affecting your daily life it's affecting your you can you know it's just affecting things in your general life then you need to start looking into it so if for example these compulsive behaviors yeah are affecting things in your life then you need to start looking into it like okay you know what it's affecting my family is affecting i need to try and get some support so that is one aspect of it um and then thoughts of behavior that interfere with your work family you know so 
you're starting having thoughts and behaviors or behaviors that usually affecting things that you usually do or with family or your work is that it's starting to have impact on your work as well let's say um a typical example could be okay um probably someone is trying to have sort of sort of like um, obsessive um um thoughts um, obsessive thinking of oh you know what oh if i don't touch this thing today um i'm not gonna i can't i can't do anything else until i touch this certain thing today yeah. you know i can't go anywhere else and it's affecting you if that thing is not that you can't go to work until you touch it or you know that's just something minor but that can grow into something more bigger yeah um, and then lastly it could be um unusual thinking or behaviors um that you um, that people around here are getting concerned about you know the way you're thinking is just not you and your and people around you are thinking it's the same okay mm. something okay are you are you fine you know why are you thinking this way we don't usually think this way before is something change yeah we do grow we do you know um grow in certain areas in our lives but if it's something quite prominent that someone around you is saying to you then probably you need to look into it probably speak to a professional it could be probably start to speak to a psychologist to say okay you know what why am i thinking this way why is my thinking pattern this way you know is there something that i've done in the past or that i'm doing currently that is probably affecting it and is actually having an impact on my family or my marriage you know how can i come out of these things or how can i um, manage these things so yeah those are sort of one insight that you can look at this quite interesting for people that know that we've been Oh wow! Thank you, yeah. thank thank you for that. Uh, these are really, they're really at least much, and I'm sure they, they, they you know yeah. they are quite 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 a bit, and people can see yeah. you know, serious yeah. things there, you know at least. But now my my question, this could be in two ways. And mm-hmm. number one, it's what of you know, if someone you know has one or two of these things that's been listed, and yet the person still doesn't want to bother to seek for help. What would you say to such a person? And you know, and the second side, you know, the second side of the question is: what, what if someone determines or is noticing all of these things, noticing all these warning signs? And what would be the next step for the person? You know, practical next step because you know, is there a number to call? I'm sure in the UK, but probably you know, all around the world. So, what should be like the next line of action for the person to take? So. Because in the in the UK, yeah. because they have invested a lot of money into these things, so um, um, you can literally just go to NHS um, websites, um, and then there are so many things about mental health there. There are so many resources about that there. You just go to NHS website. There's a section for mental health where you can get a lot of practical support. And there's so many um, for people outside of UK. Yeah. Um, there's so many mental health apps. Yeah. That okay. they can use that are free. Yeah. You know, can which can give them a bit of more knowledge and understanding about what they're feeling and how to get some support. So, um, I don't know. I can probably send you the. Y- yes, the you can just mention. Yeah, just mention quite a okay. few of the mental health. So, then and. Yeah, okay. and in this, you know, you can get the links for the, you know, for the apps. So probably in this, in this episode, so I'm going to get the list and just put it down, you All know, right, in the okay. so you can, you can, you can have the, you know, you know, the link to the, to the apps. So just mention them, please. Yeah. Okay. So 
one of them is called uh, um, I've recommended a few times for a lot of people. So it's for people for anxiety and also for depression. Yeah. Um, and also for like panic attacks. Okay. What's um, it called? Uh, what's up? What's, what's up? up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's W H A T S yeah. space U P. So U for uniform and P for Papa. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you put in what's up mental health. Yeah. Uh, it will bring up um, uh, a. Um, so I'll try and describe it so you can get it on Apple Store or Play Store. They're both free. Um, it's it's got like a big black hand and a small hand in between it, and it's got like oh, a right. pink okay. um, icon. So that's so that is one, and also another one is called um, Calm. Uh, wait, let me just make sure I've got that right um, because there is all these apps are like alternatives to um, therapy. Yeah. Therapy, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So rather than going to get therapy from someone and things like that, you can literally get it from these apps Apps, as well for free um another one is called mind three so my three is a free um app it's it's literally for people that um just to keep them safe whilst they're having these suicidal thoughts so it's just it's 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 um it helps to prevent anyone um having suicidal thoughts like from going ahead and doing it um it's just to help them notice the warning signs and list coping strategies yeah. and helping them to connect to like helpful resources that can help them to reach out to at the fingertips of them. So it's on their phone sort of thing. So it's like it's, 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 it's quite good app. So it's called my three. So M Y three. So yeah. three like um, number. Number another three. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three. Number three. Um, another one is called Mood Kit. But that one you have to pay for it because they use um, like the foundation of um, cognitive behavioral therapy as well oh, as CBT. Yeah. So they use the foundation of that to really understand the mood of that person, why are they thinking that way, and how can they overcome those, those things that they're facing. All right. Um, so it's called Mood Kit. So K I T. T. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. Um, and um, another one I can mention another one and then later yeah. on I'll give you, one more. Give you yeah. like. So this one helps with, uh, so it's more like self-help for anxiety management because anxiety is very common in here. Yeah. So it's called self-help for anxiety management. That's what it is, literally. Oh, wow. Mm. Just that one word. If you search on um, Apple Store and Play Store, you'll be able to find it there. It's very, it's it's free. So that helps. um, So if you're interested in like helping yourself, um, so um, and then you know, a lot of the times they recommend like meditation and mindfulness and things like that. Yeah. So if those things are not really your cup of tea, this app will be very very useful for you. Um, so it, so it allows you allows a person to track their anxiety, their their anxious thoughts and behavior yeah. over time, and then learn different ways on techniques of coping with them by themselves. Um, so it's, yeah. it's 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 like a self um taught sort of thing. So it's like you're learning about yourself or self, so yeah. learning it, you're learning ways of coping with those things. Yeah, wow. So yeah, I will send you more of the um, details of yes, 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 yes. So, yeah. yeah. So I can use it. So it it will be the links will be in the you know in the notes. So anybody yeah. you can just click on it and it will take you you know to to download the app and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. So these are so good. So, so, so people, so these are, you know, apps that can help us. We all need help. And, and one thing I just want to stretch and, you know, emphasize more is there's no shame in these things. You know, if you discover that, you know, you, you know, one or two or three of these things are happening to you, seek for help. It's for your own good. Because many times we want to look good to people and look bad to ourselves. Because when we don't take care of ourselves, take care of our mental health, then we can we can we can give our best to people. We can give our best, you know, to people. So yeah. yes, so that is very, very you know important. So we're going to, you know. So I want you to please help us. You know, what are the practical steps or practical tips yeah. that we can imbibe? You know, to take care of our mental health. You know, to make it. You know, you know, to have a good mental health. Yeah. So one of the so there are five steps I would just quickly mention, which are, I think probably people are aware about, but not they, they didn't realize. That yeah. One of it is um, connect. So. I would, I would, I would um, say the five steps first, and then so okay. explain quickly. So one is connect. The other number two is be active. Number three is take notice. Number four is keep learning. Yeah. Number five is give. Mm. So five steps to mental well-being. Literally, if someone can keep doing those things, your mental well-being will be top-notch. Yeah. Um, so number one, which is connect, it's about talking and listening. Be there, feel connected. So when you, when you feel, you know, even when you're not struggling, just keep connecting with people. You know, keep engaging because we as human beings, we can't, we can't live without connection. We can't live without yeah. just keep connecting with people. You brush, you're very good with that. You know, you are like very excellent with connecting with people. You know, you're. It's like it's your day-to-day thing anyway. So, <laughs> so you know, and another thing is be active, you know, and that can be physically and uh, and, and it can be things like for example, do what you can, probably have a five minute walk, then yeah. do a bit of exercise, you know, because those things would also have an impact on your mental health as well. Yeah. And another thing is enjoy what you do, which means that be active, move your mood. Mm. Another, another thing is take notice which means remember the simple things that keep that gives you joy which means you should take notice which relates back to what we said earlier about mm-hmm. self-awareness you know um you know you know uh, just being aware about the things that we do that keep the, that makes us happy that gives us a bit of joy so it's about taking notice about those things mm. um and it's about writing them down and then using them later on. That would really, really help. And the, uh, the fourth one is keep learning. You know, like what we're doing right now, I'm learning, you're learning. Yes, we're always exactly. learning. Sure. This thing yeah. keeps us going. It keeps our brain occupied. You know, already we're not probably using the full capacity of our brain anyway. So why not just keep it engaged? When yeah. you keep it engaged, when you keep something engaged, it keeps working, isn't it? It's just like yeah. a car. If you just park a car there, for a few months, even mm-hmm. if it's a brand new car and you're not using it, yeah. the car will just die. That's true. True. Same as the brain as well. If the brain is not being utilized, mm. as it should be, your mental health will suffer. So we keep learning, keep doing stuff, embrace new experiences, see opportunities, embrace them, surprise yourself, do stuff. Yeah. You know, there's some things that probably you feel I can't do, but just try it, just do it. You know? Um 
and also another the last one is give give your time give your words give your presence give gifts give stuff you know just give yourself but obviously at the same time once you're doing that be mindful that you are taking care of yourself at the same time Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you, Toby. Thank you, Nurse Toby. You know, thank you so much. Really appreciate this. This has really been educative. And I'm sure, you know, our listeners as you know, they've actually learned one or two things. And these are practical steps that you can engage. So if you you find yourself in, in any of these situations, please just go back to this episode and just listen and listen to it again you know and 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 i'm sure you to you know it will liberate you and to find it will help you out you know of that situation yeah. that you are in thank you so much and, and 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 toby i just want you to give us your final words as we wrap up on this episode yes so um one thing is um I'll, i'm gonna say is uh mental health in general um is is nothing too complicated um, we just need to just be aware that it is there. Yeah. Um, just like our physical health. So we just need to just um, make sure that anytime we, we need support, um, just seek for support, just like we would for our, for our physical health. If you're having a headache, you quickly take some paracetamol. Paracetamol, yeah. With, with mental health, as soon as you see a bit of signs of, ah, you know, something is not too well, just get some support that's what i would say but just don't delay you know just mm-hmm. like how you won't delay with if you have a broken leg you just say no i'll go to the hospital tomorrow yeah, <laughs> yeah. you will go in straight pain. away yeah. you know True. yeah you know? so same mental if you see any signs or anything that you feel is not the same just try and get some support obviously it does not have to be something drastic it can be as simple yeah. as just having a chat with someone and um, like the five steps of mental well-being that we said earlier on, yeah. if you can start practicing those things, it's not easy. It's going to take time. It's about learning. You know, you get there definitely. We, we, we all get there. I'm still trying to keep up with all these things as well. Anyways, I'm not yeah. perfect myself, you know, but um, but reminding myself about these things every day would okay. make us a better person in regards to our mental health. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a blessing to us. Thank you for educating us about mental health. Thank you. Really appreciate you. Thank thank you, Toby. And thank you, everyone, for joining. Until, you know, we meet, you know, till the next episode, keep winning. And I hope you've learned something. Thank you so much. God bless. Bye. Thanks for joining this week's episode of the Total Man Podcast. You can check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Oluwaseyi Akinshola. As always, kindly rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that you can catch new episodes when they are released so that we can continue to bring you fresh and exciting content. Thank you.